It's the Shiny Squirrel Podcast, the Nerdlings. I'm your senior nerdling. And I'm your junior nerdling, Jersey Mike. And I'm WC Chronicles. And this is our Christmas music show. (sighs) Ta-ta-ta, Santa's coming. Have all you girls and boys been good? Well, I don't know what kind of Santa you've been talking to, but I'm not even going to touch that. But anyway, okay. We are in the midst. Basically, what we're doing is we're doing we're recording a podcast of our four. We were talking about Christmas songs and how there seems to be a number of Christmas songs. It, it doesn't always have to be Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey all the time. There's a lot more rare, fun ones that just don't get played anymore. And I wonder why that is. Big business, maybe. Big business, which brings me back to our form of what I was talking about last week. I want to get, I want to get up on my soapbox real quick. Soapbox, here we come. Here we come. Okay, so last week I was talking about how YouTube is going into your private videos that you upload and checking the content if there's whatever the music is that you put in there. Kind of, we're talking about privilege, being special or not. Okay, so I got kind of some more proof about that. So, so if I say, excuse me, real fast, go ahead, Mister yeah. Mister Senior Junior wants to say. Like the church lady, you're not special. Does that mean they're going to come after me? <laughs> exactly. I'm not special enough. So anyway, this comes from a website called VanHalenNewsDesk.com. It's a website, or VHND.com. It's the website that get, that keeps track of everything that's Eddie Van Halen, David Lee Roth, wow. Sammy Hagar, anything related to Van Halen. But this, took, this, this comes from their website. Apparently, they had a channel on YouTube where they were putting up songs from Van Halen, wiping the vocals off of them. No way. Yes way. The software is out there. You can do it. Kind of wow. like, but but not making karaoke, not not a cheap karaoke knockoff, but actually wiping the vocals off the original and just an instrumental. Just instrumental tracks is all they were doing out there. And this is just for the fans, okay? So let me let me read the whole article. It's a few paragraphs, but it's the only way to share the information, okay? So this is, you may be wondering where today's Van Halen instrumental is. Well, we're sorry to say that we got some bad news. The band's record company removed them from YouTube, and they will not let us post any more of them, so that's the end of it. We admit we are surprised because evidently, they don't have a problem with any other Van Halen content that's on YouTube. A YouTube search of Van Halen pulls up over 1 million videos, including, of course, the band's official videos, released songs, all their complete albums, all their unreleased songs, and other musical videos, all of their live concerts released, both audio and video, and their isolated tracks culled from Guitar Hero games, etc. But apparently having Van Halen songs without vocals is where they draw the line. It's just too incendiary and mind-blowing for the general public to handle. Years ago, record companies usually tried to remove unauthorized versions of videos and videos of music off YouTube, but it was like playing whack-a-mole as a new version of pop-up almost immediately. But in recent years, with YouTube ad partnership, record labels have discovered a better solution, monetizing them. That's why we were eager to share these instrumentals with other diehard fans. Just think, their record company would treat them like they were treating all other Van Halen content on YouTube. Just leave it up for the fans to enjoy and collect ad revenue. Everybody wins. Unfortunately, they decided to pull the instrumentals for some reason. Fair enough. That's their prerogative. Their own Van Halen songs, they 
so that they have the right to delete them from YouTube if they want. We apologize that we got people excited for a new VHND, which stands for Van Halen News Desk, feature that won't be able to continue. But try not to be bummed. We're still sitting on tons of great Van Halen content for the future, and we'll have to even dig, we haven't even dug into them yet. We'll, we'll, sorry, we'll get, we'll start getting into that once more our time, our Van Halen store as opposed to Van Halen News Desk. During the Christmas season, we'll continue to post cool articles and videos and usual throughout December. But you'll notice we'll be no notice, but you'll notice we'll have a bit more frequent content starting in January. So basically, all this other Van Halen stuff is on there, but Warner Brothers and their lawyers decided to yank it off. Talk about the greed. You would think they would want anything yeah. pushed out for other merchandising and stuff, which yeah. you're making money for. Anything going out there. What's the difference if you put any kind of music out there? They'll know it's Van Halen. Somebody will come across and buy something. The ratio of a million hits comes up to like an average of like $150. Okay. Do you know how many hours you have to invest to upload something and to edit it? It doesn't even come down to like a minimum wage job for two days. Big business at its finest. Yeah, at its finest. Squashing the little guys. Squashing the little guy, And just for the fans. I mean, it, it was... It, I know Bruce Springsteen doesn't have a problem with having his content put on YouTube. I know Katy Perry doesn't have a problem. But it comes to like Prince... He's an asshole. Wow. You know, why, you know why Springsteen's so cool? Because he's from Jersey, Asbury oh, Park. Yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry. Just you're, Katy you're, Perry. Yeah, you're awesome, but I don't know about you, honey, because you sang It's Friday Night. Well, that was Rebecca Black. No. Friday, Friday. No, no, she sings It's Friday Night. Katy Perry has a oh, song yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. I know. I think Back I know in Black one. is ACDC, right? Or Black Sabbath. Black and Black is ACDC. Okay, ACDC. Okay, but let's okay. So let's get together with our let's get our content here that we got for our Christmas show one, and then seven days later you're gonna hear another one of Christmas songs that we're gonna pick that are kind of rare and obscure. We're gonna bounce back and forth. I pick two. Jersey Mike picked two, and we'll get through this. So I picked the first one. Of course, because you're the senior. I'm the senior. My pick was one you don't ever hear. Weird Al Yankovic's. Christmas at Ground Zero. Oh, I like that. I love this song. This song came out in November 1986. Wow. It was on the al it was the last single from his album called Polka Party. Now here's the thing. Scotty Brothers have his record label, they were on his back for almost two years to put out to make a Christmas song. And he finally did this one called Christmas at Ground Zero. But it didn't get a lot of airplay after 9-11 because of the reference of where the Twin Towers fell, that was Ground Zero. So most record radio programmers were kind of like, well, that song's kind of in bad taste. No, it's not. It's Weird Al Yankovic. Plus, that's pre-15 years before that. That's when the 80s yeah. were like, everybody was like with their poofy hair and the crazy decked out. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody wore pins of their band and stuff. I mean, yeah, come on. 15 years before then. And then 15, 14 years after. Oh. So anyway, we're going to play the whole songs. And then we're going to let you enjoy. So this is Weird Al Yankovic's. Christmas at Ground Zero.
Gotta let it play out to the air raid oh sirens at the end. Can I tell you something, senior nerdling? This is incredible. This is 1980s persona all over. As you can see, I was doing a little dance because yes. how can you not like Weird Al Yankovic from the 80s doing such... Oh my gosh, that I, is awesome. I like the saxophone in that song. I, I, I never realized oh. how much I enjoy... It's that, I'm, I'm, I like the horn. That's the whole thing. It, that song is just... Anyway, so there you go. People who are listening to us, you got Weird Al Yankovic, Christmas at Ground Zero. Oh, that was so cool. So, second pick was the second song is your choice. What is it? That's a good one. I, I mean, know. I already have it written down, but I, I want you to announce it. Oh, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Yes! And why do you like it? I don't know, because the first time I heard that, I, I didn't know what it was about, and it's just so weird. It's like, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I mean, it's just so 80s, man. It's like when you grew up in the 80s, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, or 20s, it's just a different time, and it's so cool, man. It's just like, it's neat. It's just cool. It's well, funny. I got some background on it. What if I told you it goes back to 1978? Wow, that's, late 70s. that's something, because I'll tell you what. Whoever came up with that song, I love that song, man. It was. It's a husband and wife team called Elmo and Patsy. They did like a comedy show in Lake Tahoe. Oh, wow. Right in our own state here of Nevada. Yes. And it was about 1978 that they actually had four, the actual first 45s printed up that they were selling out of their trunk of the car at their merch table in Lake Tahoe. And then eventually it got you know to where it is now, 37 years later. Wow. It was put out in 1979. And for people from... West Coast, they say Nevada, but from El or from Jersey, it's I, we say Nevada, and people get pissed about that. So it's Las Vegas, Nevada, Lake Tahoe, Nevada, and now here comes Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Well, I got a few more facts. Though. Oh, wow! My radio station back when I was in Portland, my remember they, how the, the Z100 thing used to be yes. popular, the Z Morning Zoos. Yes. KKRZ in Portland, they made a parody of the novelty. They made a song uh, to it. They called it New Kids Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, wow. Hey, can I tell you another thing we have in common here, too? Both of our states pump your gas at the gas station. Isn't that a crazy? It's the East Coast and the West Coast, the only two states that have people working for a living pumping gas. That's true. We fall into that category. Well, the nice thing in Oregon, we want people to pump our gas because the simple fact that it's raining. Yes. <laughs> and in Jersey, we want people to pump the gas because we want people to get high off of the fumes and get a paycheck. <laughs> Well, I got, I got three more facts. Cletus, you ever heard of Cletus T. Judd? No, 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 no. I don't know if he's still active or not, but he's kind of the country music version of Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, okay. He did a parody of the novelty called Grandpa Got Run Over by a John Deere. Cool. <laughs> he liked I, his tractors. I, I like those tractors. Now, if you are one of the lucky people that have this track on vinyl, this song, you can find a sealed 12-inch version of it for about 15 bucks. Wow. Okay? And then the collector's album version with Dr. Demento, which actually Dr. Demento went to Reed College in Milwaukee, Oregon. That's where he got started. Wow. A little connection there. Nice. That album goes for about 20 bucks. Nice, nice. But did they have anything to play them on now? There's still stereos out there? <laughs> 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 well, luckily, all I have to do is push this little button right here, and then we got Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walked 
walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. She'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go. But she forgot her medication, and she staggered through the door out in the snow. When we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws marks on her back. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Now we're all so proud of Grandpa He's been taking this so well See him in there watching football Drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel Or send them back Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa As for me and Grandpa, we believe Now the goose is on the table And the pudding made of fig Silver candle that would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig. I warned all my friends and neighbors, better watch out for yourselves. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. You just cannot play... I mean, even if they, if radio stations do play that, they play like the the uh, very edited version of it, like two minutes, 30 seconds long. You need the whole song to get your brain wrapped around yes, it. Yes, you do, because it's good, clean, fun, poor grandma. Yeah, I, actually, I had fun playing that song for the last three weeks, teasing and bugging and driving grandma petunia nuts oh nice every podcast i did with grandma petunia this week it just drove her crazy with it grandma petunia little maya may yeah yeah but comes back around to my turn now my choice of my song this is choice number three now yeah now 
This song, I always, the first time I heard it, the person who wrote it said that he wanted to write a song that was going to be taken into, into tradition. I mean, what are you just going to keep playing? The same rock around the Christmas tree, the same Bing Crosby, the same stuff all the time. I'm talking about John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over. Now, I had fun teasing Olivia Quickie this week over and over saying, there's a song called Happy Christmas War is Over. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Wow. And then she heard it on the radio and she says, you are right, there is a song <laughs> called Happy Christmas War is Over. Wow. But here's, here's a little bit of the background before we play. It was 1971. The song was released. It went to number four on the charts in England. In the past years since it's been released, it's been released nine more times and made it into the British charts nine times. Wow. The reason why it didn't make it into the American charts because it was released too late. Of course. Okay. The Brits are always drinking their tea before Americans get up. This is true. This is true. Because we don't have crumpets. It was the seventh, number seven, single of post-Beatles that John Lennon released. Nice. Mr. Lennon. And now, at the very beginning of the song, you never hear this part because they edit it out or they really? just leave it off. You'll hear Yoko Ono whisper something. She whispers, happy birthday, happy Christmas, Koiko. That was her son's name from a previous marriage. Wow. And then you'll hear John whisper, happy Christmas, Julian. Nice, from his son, Julian. From his Lennon. son, yeah. But it's you got to listen to it real intense, okay, because it's real quiet. See, senior, you're always teaching the junior stuff. I never knew that. I, I, well, I just found it out myself, so I'm but learning all the time, too. knowledge to people that will never, ever, ever come around again. That's now, true. Mr. Lennon, oh, may you rest in peace. Yep. And may, oh, may Yoko Ono keep getting a piece of the income. Keep it coming. <laughs> Which is funny because we're here in the shadow on the Las Vegas Strip That's of right, the Love the, Show. That's it. And they have a big, big, big Beatles. Go oh. to the Mirage and visit and spend some money oh. so Oko and Julian Lennon and Coco, Oko, oh, make Coco. some money. Anyway, here's John. Here's my choice. John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over. Happy Christmas, Coco. Happy Christmas, Julian. So this is Christmas. And what have you done?
Shame on you, radio programmers, for cutting that song short. And not just that, I just found out another fact you informed me on. I didn't know that Yoko Ono sang. Yeah. That's awesome. It. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, but that song really does well. Yes, it does. It does well. 45 years old. I can't believe it. Yeah. So, next one is your choice, lastly, for the evening. For the playing of the podcast. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> uh, David Bowie, Little Drummer Boy? David Bowie and Bing Crosby on The Little oh, Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah, because that's a combination of you'll never come across Bing Crosby with David Bowie. Where do you think you're going to come up with a combination like those two? Well, here's the thing. This song was done in 1977, and there's a great article about it from, from 2006 that they wrote the backstory about it. Because as the story goes, okay, this was filmed in England. It was actually the, the was done one month before Bing Crosby passed away. Okay, David Bowie did not want to sing Little Drummer Boy. He wow. says just is just like I'm not going to do it. I, I I'm not. I'm sound stupid. Okay, so three of the three of the songwriters. You can go. You can go Google this and find it because I'm not. I don't have all the information completely. It's too long of an article to try to read. But they make their way. They find an old piano down in the basement of the TV studio. In under an hour, they bang. They they work out bang out the arrangement for this new song called Peace on Earth. Really. This is the part that David Bowie is going to sing. Wow. And then with a very short rehearsal time, they were actually able to put it together, and then they were actually able to sing it and present it. And it's one and only presentation of Bing Crosby and David Bowie together. So I encourage you to go dig out that Washington Post article, because it's actually really interesting. Dig it up, because this is some good stuff. Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Now you, did you know it... Okay, they, they did it in 1977, but it wasn't until 1982 when the record company finally put it out on for release. From us learning from movies and things we try to be in and we're in and stuff, you learn that sometimes you can be in it today. It might not come out for five, ten years. That's just it, yeah. And, I mean, if, if you can find one of these original 45s that they put out, in Germany, it's worth like 23 bucks. Spain, 30 bucks. Japan, if there's a CD ROM. This, this blew my mind. There's a CD ROM. Remember the old CD ROMs you used yeah. to get for your computers? There's the song and then the video for it that you can play. All right. From Japan. It has a value. This is what I found out. It's going for $141. Oh, uh, you see that now? That's Talk about investing in CDs. That's, yep. Is that what they meant? Yeah, I guess so. But this is our last song, so let's uh, just let's hit it. Hit it. Oh, this one. This is my son's favorite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing. Gifts we bring by 
sure glad you came by to work out on the piano. That's, what, what can you say? Except two, one classically trained Bing Crosby and one rock and roll David Bowie. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.